Hey everyone, it's Master John here. I wanted to take a moment to alert you about the, uh, about the fact that there's been a change on the Smash Fury of Patreon. So we now, uh, instead of having the uh, having um tiers going up to ten dollars, we only have them going up to five dollars. But that does not mean you're not getting the uh, uh, you can't get the content that was on the ten dollar tier, as that uh, as both the uh, the one night smashes and the uh, the um sm uh, challenging smashy to uh, Keith's trivia is now a part of the five dollar tier, so you get even more content for just five dollars. It's a hell of a deal. Well, I highly recommend you uh, you join the Patreon, and I would really appreciate if you did that. And also. I also wanted to tell you about something that is happening. So, we are finally getting into October. And you know what October means? It's spooky time! So, we have on the Patreon, we're going to have a spooky She-Hulk comic that features both She-Hulk and The Thing. And then, we also have our B-Smash, which is going to have not one, not two, not three, not four, but five B-Smashes this month, including uh, in all four of the, uh, the Halloween Town films, and also Rob Zombie's The Monsters. Uh, I'm so excited for all of that, uh, and, uh, and I will also be making sure that Keith, at the end of the month, uh, uh, um, gives me some um, trivia and some Smasher passes that are relating to Halloween. Um, so that's going to be very, very exciting. I'm, uh, I really hope you join us into the, uh, for this spooktacular season of Halloween. And also, also even if you don't aren't uh, going to be on the Patreon, you're also going to get some spooky stuff on the uh, on the normal podcast as i have uh, as i have planned out uh, uh, after uh, she hawk ends we're going to have two spooky episodes of the gamma analysis uh, is in uh, uh, coming uh, in near the end of october uh, uh, and one of these episodes will be featuring a trivia question that i have been, i've had up my sleeve i've been waiting to use since I uh, the very beginning of this podcast uh, uh, back in November of last year, I've been wanting to use this trivia question, but I've been waiting, waiting for the spooky time because it's a great spooky question. I'm so excited for y'all all to see what I have cooked up for you, uh, and that is all I want to say. Uh, a but uh, uh, thank you. Thank you, everyone, for uh, listening to my podcast. I really appreciate everyone who listens. Uh, and, all right, back to the regularly scheduled podcast. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Smash Trivia. I'm your host, Smash Trivia John. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Instagram by searching Smash Trivia. Follow everything happening with me. I'll be the one with the big old green head in the profile picture. I'm so excited to get into this. This is the game of analysis. Basically, in this series, I'm going to review everything Hulk, all the movies and TV shows. Hope you enjoy Smash Trivia presents the game of analysis. 
want to ask everyone listening if they could please do something for me please share the hell out of this podcast with all your friends for this episode i'm reviewing she hulk attorney at law episode seven i'd like to take a moment to say the smash trivia now has a patreon so please check that out we have some fantastic extra content on there that i bet you'll love the tiers are as follows the one dollar a month is hulkaholic for a dollar three dollars a month is reading room with hulky and shulky and five dollars a month is smashing the tv i'll be joined today by my co-host keith how are you doing keith i'm doing good john how you doing I'm doing great. Uh, and we're uh, and our special guest today is Abigail from the Manic Pixie Weirdo Podcast. That's how you doing, Abigail? You nailed it. Good job. Um, I'm great. How are you? I'm doing good. Uh, uh, thank you for coming on. All right. So, uh, oh, I uh, I normally have uh, have one She-Hulk trivia question for uh, uh, um people to answer uh, answer while uh, but Today I decided to switch things up a bit because of the because uh, uh, of the news that came out earlier this week. So I have two Deadpool slash Wolverine trivia questions. So the first one is in the Old Man Logan storyline: Which gang killed Logan's wife and children? I have zero idea. No clue. I'm just gonna go ahead and say that. <laughs> that would be the Lollipop Guild. John. Okay. And then the other uh, other question is, is is there's a moment in the comics where in order to be attacked by Wolverine, Deadpool uh, to get uh, Wolverine to attack him, he uppercut which member of the X Men? Jubilee. Okay. Well, I uh, I will give the answers uh, as those at the end of the episode. Uh, Ode all, and for our Hulkaholic for a dollar, we have film creator Derek Sager and Gabriel Floral. Uh oh, and as always, I highly recommend watching the episode for listening. The podcast I want to shout out this week is MCU Unhinged. I listened to their uh, their episode on the Incredible Hulk 2008 last night, and I loved it. They're hilarious. They had a lot of great thoughts. I really appreciate the fact that they mainly focused on what they liked in the film and not just shitting on it constantly <laughs> with um and i also found it hilarious how they they track the amount of curse words that are in each one of the films that they review uh, <laughs> uh, they have like a chart uh art just uh with all of them uh and also one of the hosts to me sounds like the actor jason lee <laughs> Oh, nice. um yeah uh, uh, and i i told them about that and uh, i and the guy i i know from on there uh, um he said uh ed that he's going to make his co-host uh, uh shout uh, out alvin just to compare <laughs> the voices which jason I lee's it, best film <laughs> yes which i just think <laughs> oh, that's fucking awesome <laughs> <laughs> yeah i highly recommend uh, and checking them out and i haven't i have an update on sign that i talked about last week so wednesday the adams family series that's coming to netflix has a release date finally Woo-hoo. and it's on my birthday november 23rd oh my <laughs> so that's gonna be so, awesome so late or like a halloween kind of <laughs> yeah show. yeah but i'm hoping that that means it uh, the possibility that we could get it uh, at a Adam's family like Christmas uh, special sort of thing, which I think would be really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's always fun to make Christmas spooky. Yeah, I like it when they do that in film. And also, uh, also, I want to take a moment to say, 
if you can, please donate to a, a hurricane relief funds for Hurricane Ian. And if you, if you can't, that's okay. Hey, you can help too by sharing a, a donation link on social media, spreading the word. And I'm going to have in the description of this episode, a link to the National Voluntary Organization's Active in Disaster, which has a trusted source, a, a trusted list of relief funds that you can choose from. Um, I chose this uh, uh, this um, link because the, uh, it said that they are trusted by FEMA. Uh, all right. So, uh, oh, uh, Wait, can, have... I, can I jump into something before you get started in the episode, sure. John, or do you have any more? No, that's uh, that's all I have uh, had before we start uh, off the review. Abigail, I was listening to your podcast and listening to earlier today uh, to the My Relationship with Horror Films episode. Um, and I love that. I totally understand that you're not a fan of the, the like a ton of horror and you, you like your psychological thrillers. That's absolutely the best kind. Um, it, it, you were listening, you were talking about specifically a movie um, with Frankie Muniz and a game, a video game that comes to life. Yes. <laughs> do you know what that is it's called stay alive yes <laughs> i have not yet i watched say it. game over so oh, there's, there, there's absolutely <laughs> and that makes a way more sense what move what video game makes you think stay alive game over makes way more sense they should have reached out but um <laughs> but, but no the uh we my my fiance and i she's not a huge fan of horror in general she loves the psychological thrillers more so but we just happened upon just no no real reason we just went with a whim and watched house of wax with like paris hilton from 2005 which was such a random thing for us to sit down you know what let's give it a shot maybe it's aged well we don't know and it was so refreshingly different from the horror we get today and it made me think you know what we should go on a whim i'm i'm gonna propose that we watch stay alive and check out this frankie muniz because she grew up watching frankie muniz too so she was like yeah okay um so your podcast nice. made our movie list for sure <laughs> so oh yeah <laughs> thank you for listening oh my gosh i really appreciate it i'm gonna check I've, out more episodes I've i just clicked heard... on horror first because i'm a big horror snob so yeah. oh man i've heard of that house of wax film and everything i've heard is just, it's just a really really weird film <laughs> it is weird um it, it is i believe a remake of a really old house of wax movie but with uh the fact that that and, and you'll appreciate this john with all the the talk we're having about she hulk and strong female characters the female characters are by far the smartest in the movie nice. and they they don't do the the obvious cliches or like the 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 illogical kind of decisions when it comes to young people getting chased by by killers uh they 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 do the best moves and, and all the men are really not that <laughs> It's a couple that are okay, but for the majority, it's it was surprising. I was like, 2005? Wow, good. Nice. Yeah. All uh, right. Well, uh, uh, let's, start, uh, let's start on this review. So this episode was titled The Retreat. So we started off with uh, Jen getting out of the shower, getting ready for a date with Josh. She closes the door right about uh, as her towel is about to fall down. Uh, and I wish she broke the fourth wall here, uh, here while closing the door just to say, like, I know you really want to see this, but you can't. We're only rated <laughs> TV 14, so take it up with Marvel, not me. I feel like that would have been hilarious if she said that. It would have fit her comics so well. I find she, she doesn't break the fourth wall more than, like, two times an episode, maximum. Yeah. 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 It, it, she, it seems like they uh, she broke the fourth wall a lot more in the earlier episodes than she has in the later ones. Yeah, doing a lot of introduction type stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, agreed. Uh, so, uh, oh, that 
and we see uh, a Jen comes out uh, uh, wearing a white and blue dress, and then we see we see multiple Jens just doing different tasks while waiting for Josh to arrive. Which this really reminded me of Orphan Black, uh, act, which uh, <laughs> where she played multiple characters. Um, yeah, that was a lot of fun. And she's used to seeing herself doubled on screen <laughs> oh, more yeah. than most actors. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I like the shot that she took preparing for the date. I was like, yeah. that's realistic. That's yep. oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've called it, I've called booze a social lubricant before. And then someone was like, ew, don't say that. Um, so, so now I'm just saying it on a podcast. People can listen to me. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, oh, we, oh, we then see a montage of, uh, of Jen and, Do- uh, and Josh dating and texting and including during work, as she's uh, there, she's at this meeting where they're talking about someone's insurance policy covering acts of God. I'm wondering if that uh, if they're representing someone whose house was like destroyed by Thor or one of the other people who are recognized as gods in this world. That would be hilarious. <laughs> Agreed. Yep. Oh, uh, so, and the, uh, we find out that Jed is texting under the table about a milkshake and fries eyes uh, food truck mm. and i i just love seeing how happy uh, e jen is in both forms at the beginning of this episode um sadly it doesn't really continue that way throughout <laughs> the whole episode um yeah she's blissful and, and it's as these these dates are, are so natural and oh yeah and felt very genuine and it's you know more more to try and pull the wool over our eyes which i enjoyed but uh yeah it was i were like the the everything felt very authentic to what i remember from from dating anyways um yeah. <laughs> even though i've never got uh got dating i can see how you would uh how it would feel genuine yeah um so, uh, oh we see them uh um, going to a drive-in movie and we hear this quote from the movie that they're watching. Sometimes in life, you just got to go for what you want. Do either of you have any idea what, what movie they could have been watching? Because I mean, normally when they have uh, uh, have some kind of movie uh, uh, playing in the background, it's pretty easy to tell what they're watching. But they, I didn't get it. Uh, couldn't figure it out, uh, out this time. I didn't clock this reference, but yeah. Uh, go ahead, Abigail. Oh no! I was just gonna. I was just agreeing with you. I didn't clock it either. Yeah, I, uh, I, I just, uh, I thought maybe there's a chance if maybe I, I, I'm just uh, as cinematic uh, literate uh, <laughs> to enough to uh, not got it. Um, so we see, uh, uh, see Jen uh, and wake up in the morning naked in bed, alerting in the audience that Josh and her had sex, but Josh is gone. Uh, on and um, so we then see uh, a. Jen texts him saying that that was fun. I can't stop smiling. And that starts how, uh, how Jen is just looking at her phone for most of the episode because he doesn't respond. Also, is, um, this a, is, is it not weird to leave someone's place and not lock the door or like explain that you're like not leave a note or just, just be gone? Is that <laughs> just me? I mean, it's kind of ghosting as a whole. I think that's yeah, kind of the concept. Right. I mean, it's incredibly rude. Oh, if yeah, nothing definitely. else, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> like, I thought it was like like if they had expressed that. Oh, okay, I gotta get up earlier than you do tomorrow. 
just lock the door behind me or something like, like it's just See, weird. that's the thing that's one of the things that like i have issues with um especially like just in tv and film in general mm-hmm. where it's like this could have been a conversation just yeah. just talk to each other it's not yes. hard it could it's have like been two sitcoms. sentences yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like in sitcoms when people come in and they they're wearing their shoes all over the carpet and you're like wait do people do this like what's going on right or i <laughs> wish i had enough money to do that in my house like who's doing we steam this? clean the house ste- oh. steam cleans itself it's amazing it's a smart house <laughs> i remember watching like home improvement and always wondering like do people is it chicago does it detroit does that happen in detroit like, what's going on? <laughs> Maybe it's regional. I don't know. I feel like uh, I feel like nothing out of a show like a home improvement actually happens in real life because it, uh, no because way, it's right? just because uh, everything just works out in the end always. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Except people like Al Borland exist, and he's right here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I've only thought of that recently because I used to be called that anytime I wore plaid, and now I work at a home improvement place. Um, so now the world's just telling me that I'm Al Borland. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah, it's nice to i uh, have a, a people uh, uh, to talk to who actually know that show because like i like <laughs> my uh, so my, my i'm i have best friend in real life uh, i've gabriel i have talked to him multiple times about uh tried uh, to um uh, uh mentioning that show just in passing and every time he's like what what, what are you talking about i'm like this is a show I watched so much as a kid, and, and you've never even heard of it. <laughs> like, what oh do you gosh. mean the next door neighbor never shows? Crush, right. I remember crushing on, I forget which one of the kids it was, but Jonathan yeah. Taylor Thomas. Yes, probably. <laughs> I, that name sounds familiar. Oh, Randy, I, the middle co- child. I remember yeah. we, uh, so we went too. to um, a trivia night, and uh, I. And they there was a question about the show. It was asking, "What is the name of the uh, of the home improvement TV show that's within the show of Home Improvement?" It's tool time. Tool time. Uh, tool I mean, I said, uh, and I uh, and I said, "This is tool time." And he was uh, like, he was like, "Wouldn't it just be the same name as the show?" I'm like, "No, uh, no. I've sense. seen the show. I know that this is not the. Uh, that's not the name." Like it's he was so insistent, it's it can't be tool time, even though he's never seen the show. It's the same logic behind the fact that his name is Tim in both real life and the show, but his last name is not Alan. It's Taylor. Tim, right? Tim the Toolman. Tim the Taylor. Toolman. Taylor. Alliteration yeah. is key. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, uh, so, um, yeah. I, even though I've obviously i've never been in a situation quite, uh, quite like this uh, i guess uh, since i've never uh, actually been dating someone before uh, or i definitely can relate to the anxiety of waiting for a text uh, ex, mm. as if as uh, for me as if someone doesn't respond to me immediately uh, like i immediately start thinking they must be annoyed at me i must have done something wrong yeah uh, yeah my anxiety oh my oh, gosh yeah. Yeah, uh, watching this yeah. part of the episode was incredibly anxiety-inducing. However, I did think after like it had been a couple days, I was like, "Oh, he's evil. Guy's evil." It has to be right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's either evil uh, or dead, and the second one is sadder. So I'm guessing they're not going that direction. 
I was like, I would say he's like kidnapped, uh, 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 by like maybe Titania or by the uh, I, the Hawk King yeah, character, someone who's been watching her, right? Yeah, on these days mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, fair. I was thinking like, uh, like that when they they flashed to the three days earlier thing. I was uh, since uh, said I was thinking like, um, we uh, we were going we were going to see him just uh, uh just ripped out of the bed and uh, uh and taken somewhere i wanted that ending that was the ending i was hoping yeah. for really like yeah. i think that that would have been just yeah, like, so w- much it. better than like him being like i wanted him to be a good guy douchebag yeah, yeah. <laughs> like oh no another evil uh, evil douchebag in her life right yeah. such a bummer oh yeah oh break we do. Uh, we do get to see uh, a one of the suits that uh, that um Luke Jacobson uh, and made for her. It's a uh, this one is a purple suit, which I I thought the suit looked really nice. Yeah. Um. Very fitting. And then two ways. And at work, Nikki says that Jen got nominated for Female Lawyer of the Year. Does this mean we get to go to a, a gala? Which. I'm predicting that's going to happen next episode, and that's where we'll see the shot of her oh, getting yeah. out of the limo in the fancy white dress. Mm. Forgot about that scene. The... Yep. That Since, makes sense. Uh, You're not going to mention I'm, a gala uh, and not have that be the gala, so that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Though, I feel like there's a lot of scenes out of the trailer that have not appeared yet in the show. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering whether we're actually going to see all of them, or if Oh, or if it's a lot of those scenes were like from canceled plot lines or things, because uh, there's so much that I've seen uh, I've seen from different footage, uh, both from the trailers and behind the scenes stuff that I'm like, I don't know how they can fit all of this stuff into the last two episodes. Yeah, it's a little it's a little daunting of a task. Like, how are they going to dedicate the proper amount of time to Frogman yeah. if we're finally going to get him <laughs> that everybody's clamoring for? Uh, we really need to spend a good deal, like a whole episode on Frogman would be would be all I'm willing to take. <laughs> well, his, uh, oh, I'm pretty sure the next episode is gonna be that uh, is the episode for that. So you'll be happy, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty sure the uh, or the title of the episode is uh, <laughs> uh, is literally related to Frogman. So, uh, is so it he's hopping be, mad. Um. I think it's, it's not, like I'm also going to be upset. It's it, I think it's ribbit and rip it. Okay, I guess that's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that so, uh, so um Nikki notices that she's looking at her phone uh, distracted. She uh, asks if Jen's looking at uh, at intelligentsia uh, and she says no, she doesn't care what losers have to say online and uh, and if they can't say it to my face, I, they, because they know they'll get Hulk smashed. I love that line. I feel that the same so way. Good. I feel the same way. Yeah. Oh man. People have so much more bravado when they're what do they call them? Keyboard warriors. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. It's amazing the confidence some people gain. It's yeah. amazing. Wait. Like I would never have that confidence, like ever. Much less in like real life. So yeah. get out of here. Yeah. No all caps you know, in RL. There's someone. <laughs> uh, there's someone I've I've seen that I um used to know. I uh, you know who on Facebook who uh, uh and also in real life who uh, who 
like he like he would say so much stuff on Facebook, but uh, like, like different person. so angry, uh, angry and uh, like constantly on Facebook. But when I would see him in real life, he was a completely different person. He was like mm. super nice guy. Uh, I am I am real person, but and, but then on uh, on Facebook, he's like like constantly angry at everything. Uh, it's like it is really is a thing that uh, people have a different personality for some people online. I'm angry, angered by Facebook just reading it. So I can't imagine if I kept typing. <laughs> if you're terminally what they call terminally online, then you're a different person on every social media. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. No, I mean, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm willing to talk about like my mental health and stuff on Twitter, but I would not ever talk about it on Facebook because I, I don't want any of my family. It's uh, weird, right? Trying to talk uh, to me about it these different bubbles we have exist yeah. uh, now. And it's like, yeah, you, you, you share them with a totally different group and you kind of get to know that group, even though some of them yeah. might overlap. Yeah. Oh, uh, so, uh, uh, so we, uh, uh, so Nikki takes her phone uh, on after finding out that it's Jen's waiting a text from, uh, uh, from Josh. We then cut to Saturday. Jen is looking just completely crazy while eating cereal. <laughs> oh, and, um, we see her doing a bunch of tasks while still looking at her phone. Uh, uh, we see her uh, her watching the Muppets, which I fucking love that she's watching the Muppets. Yep. I, yep. And I feel like this uh, this particular scene of Miss Piggy bending the bars is supposed to be a parody of the '70s Hawk Show. I really got that feel from the, the scene. It's possible it came um, out around the same time, like 1981 yeah, is when that that movie came out so it would have been right at the time of like hulk bending a bar every episode of that show um but also like i first thing i looked up when i looked i i wanted to know which which buffett movie this was from and i was right to think that it was a classic um but it was also the fact the first thing that popped up when i typed in miss piggy ben's bars it's like it's used as a gif uh for international women's day (laughs) regularly and i was like all right well that's (laughs) I when you were saying uh, uh, saying that, I was thinking you were about to go into like some dark uh, arc area. Like, what is people using this this uh, uh, piggy bending bars for? Nah, that's oh, that's all God. the Gonzo gifts. That's the Gonzo stuff, not the Miss Piggy. No one would dare. Oh man. So the um in the morning on Sunday, she gets a call from Blonsky's parole officer. Uh, he tells her that they got a, a malfa- uh, malfunction alert on his inhibitor. That he, uh, So he's got to uh, head out to Blonsky's retreat to check it out. And he wants Jen to go with him because he's scared. <laughs> um, and, and so Jen... Uh, and Poor abomination. To, uh, he uh, is yeah. just hanging out with his yurt and his like other cool friends like poor <laughs> abomination justice for him abigail are you telling me that you believe the, the favorite chicken story that he got a little jolt yeah a little jolt my favorite chicken like yes oh, what? i totally believe it yeah. absolutely i'll give <laughs> him the benefit of the doubt fair fair i just because the way he he like starts on it like oh come to mention it I did get a little jolt. Is it come to mention it? No one says come to mention it unless it's a cover story, my friend. But yeah, no, maybe you're right. I, I want to <laughs> believe him. I want to believe he's reformed. <laughs> it's been long I mean, enough. Oh, what, uh, what it could be is maybe he did turn into the abomination, but it was actually just save someone, uh, uh, save someone, and, and 
he wanted to, uh, and so he was just signed to cover for that, so he doesn't go to prison, but he's, uh, but he's still, uh, you know, he, he was trying to do good, uh, uh there. Yeah. I like that. I like that he like turned into the abomination like while he was saving the chicken from the electric fence. (laughs) Like that's that was his solution. Like because he knew abomination could like take it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, little little Emil Blonsky can't can't take the shock like he can. Also though, why why does uh, does Blonsky need to have an electric fence at this uh, at this retreat? You gotta keep the chickens in line. I don't know. (laughs) what if it's like his like way of what if it's like a way that he stops himself Mm. from Uh, like turning like like he can only get so far kind of a thing before he like maybe he booby i don't know i'm just making stuff up (laughs) it's a good theory oh so uh oh we see Jen uh, and driving to the, uh, the retreat, and she's constantly checking her phone for text. I kind of wish she broke the fourth wall here just to say, like, don't be like me and do what I'm doing. <laughs> Texting and driving is uh, is very bad and can get you in a wreck that could hurt you if you aren't just a little PSA. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just like while she's doing this, this is like saying, be just like, don't do what I do. <laughs> You get like the She-Hulk review bombers and haters online being like, she's not even like a responsible driver, <laughs> uh, typical women or something. Like, I'm surprised we oh, haven't I... seen that. I don't know. Oh, I'm I'll wait for it. Just yeah. wait for it. <laughs> well, now that I've mentioned it, we can let that one you person. put it out there in the universe. <laughs> Edit that out. Edit that out. <laughs> so, I, I've, I really enjoyed seeing her rock out to the radio. <laughs> Umbop, a little cutaway for Umbop. That yeah, that actually that, that got great. me laugh. That was the first laugh of quite a few coming up. Uh, that was the first laugh of the episode for me. Oh yeah, so good. Yeah. Uh, that um, and then uh, and upon arriving, Chuck uh, uh, thanks her for doing this, and Jen uh, starts honking her horn to try and get a uh, Blonsky to come outside. Chuck stops her, saying. And you're honking your horn at the ten foot tall lizard monster. So maybe put on your Rude. green suit. Rude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, um. This made uh, uh, a Jen smile. Uh, uh, I'll have said your green suit. Uh, <laughs> and, and, but like honestly, your smile is just so cute. Uh, and, <laughs> He, he, think, he says, crush, John. "Yes, I do, and I'm not going to deny that, Keith. <laughs> Why would I deny that? I, I, I follow it's, you on Twitter. I know. <laughs> I feel like you'd be crazy to not have a crush on Tatiana Maslany. It's fair. It's quite adorable. Like uh, I, a lot of the guys in the show are just crazy. Um, mm. uh, so." Uh, oh, he says, I, I don't know what it's called. I'll get big, jolly green yourself uh, up. And Jen says it's called hulking out. But, you know, I may be remembering wrong, but, and Keith, you may, I don't know if you, you might would remember this, but um, I believe Hulk was, uh, got called the jolly green giant in the first episode of the 70s Hulk series. I'm thinking this might be a reference to that. Oh, maybe. Well, I mean, it's it's so easy to like. I seem to remember that being signed that uh, I that um Jack McGee called uh uh, called him when he was talking to uh, Banner. (laughs) Well, probably that sounds like a Jack McGee line. 
But like, there's so uh, there's so like, wh- what better comparison are you gonna make than someone that's gigantic oh, yeah. and green? Definitely. He's just not that jolly. So maybe it's oh, so not that good. We cut inside as uh, as Chuck checks Blonsky's inhibitor, and She Hulk is just in the background looking extremely tall because uh, <laughs> Blonsky has very low ceilings. I found that hilarious. Hey, listen to this little shack on this retreat. As oh. a tall person, I felt the pain. <laughs> how tall are you? Six feet. Oh my god! Nice, John. I mean, so it's it? not like I mean, it's not like that tall, but, but like, still. Yeah, but still, yeah. I yeah. mean, I have trouble with height with tall things. Yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> uh, yeah, I could definitely <laughs> understand that as a six three person. I, uh, it definitely sucks being tall. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love the contrast to Blonsky is so small. Like Tim oh, Roth like, so is so short. Four or five. I've, you know, I, I, I feel like uh, I feel like he's probably even shorter than Tatiana Vasilidis. I think they're. I think that when they're walking next to each other, I think they're probably the same height. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe. At least. But he is probably shorter <laughs> of the two of them. Oh, uh, um. So Blonsky is, uh, he says that as as you, you mentioned, he that he got a jolt from um trying to get his favorite chicken and free from an electric fence uh, and so that could be why it malfunctioned and then Chuck resets the inhibitor telling Blonsky uh, not to go by the electric fence again so he doesn't have to make a, a, any scary trips here <laughs> and then Chuck just leaves as fast as he can <laughs> and um, and then Blonsky asks Jed if she's uh, if she expected to see Abomination she says no you've you, made so much effort to get out of prison it would be dumb for you to not uh, uh, uh he says true that, that. yeah <laughs> that's funny oh uh, yeah. uh, says she's gonna uh, uh head out but just before she can uh, and two people just start fighting uh and crushing her car in front of her her prius prime <laughs> Yeah. yeah, they yeah. mentioned that a lot. I'm, <laughs> I'm wondering if they got a a sponsor from Prius for this episode. Maybe. Yeah. Though I feel like Prius would be pretty annoyed if they uh, they found out. Oh, we sponsored you to do an episode, and then you just destroyed our car. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, no publicity is bad publicity. That's uh, this is that's true. Yeah. Yeah, they do say it quite a bit, and I feel oh, like yeah. they have to have the rights to say it. So, yeah, they probably got some money. <laughs> probably. <laughs> oh, man. So, Jen hawks out, throwing this guy named Manbull by the horn, and she asks, what the hell is going on? And uh, Blonsky explains, it's just two men working out the resentment in a safe space. <laughs> and Jen t- uh, uh, tells Manbull to apologize to her Prius Prime with money. He says uh, he will if that's what she wants. I I noticed how he didn't say uh, he'll do it with money. He no. he just said I'll I'll apologize to it. I wonder if the like uh, like while he's like just walking, uh, he's pushing the vehicle back over to the garage. He just says I'm sorry, Prius Prime, and they, they get, he's <laughs> just uh, everything's fine then. <laughs> Solved. Problem solved. <laughs> that line though, that apologize to my Prius Prime with money. Like she has these deliveries that are very on point, very much the oh, funniest yeah. part of the episode in this. So yeah. Um it's so like when, the... when when him and oh I'm trying to remember how to Do you think her insurance name. covers it? <laughs> for, I... for 
like super villain retreat uh, oh, damage. Yeah. Maybe it may be. <laughs> And oh, then no. he goes like it's El El Aguila. Or Aguila I, yeah, I I, I was thinking like El Aguila. El Aguila, that's right. I'm El Aguila. And his oh, name's really yeah. Alejandro. But he's like they they get into their entire backstory. They're explaining that he's explaining he's a swashbuckler. He's not a matador. And blah blah blah. And man, oh, man yeah. bulls like oh I'm an experiment and gone wrong. And then she's just like so much unnecessary backstory. Yeah. So much unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. I like that. She's she's like fourth walling, but like just out loud. She's not even yeah. looking at us. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but like she's like, I can't go home now. Uh and it'd be able to like sometimes life presents a teacher when a lesson needs to be learned. Think of this Prius Prime as your teacher. Isn't that just the worst though? Like what I've been there. I've totally been there. And I'm just like, this is not like I'm sure this is like great advice, but I just don't want to hear it right now. Like I just need to be pissed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just let me be pissed. And then she calls yeah. him out. She says, That was nothing. You just said yeah. nothing to a very straightforward question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, so he uh, a uh, tells Manbull to push the uh, uh, the car to the garage, and Manbull says, uh, "As do I look like a mechanic? My name is Manbull, not Mechanical Bull." <laughs> How long have you been waiting starts, to say that? Yeah, <laughs> right. Everyone just starts ragging on him. I that I burst out laughing there. Like yeah. that oh, was it, so funny, especially when he said, when she says, "Yeah, that seemed forced," and he's just like, you, "Oh yeah, you too." Like all yeah, of them was, rag on him it all was day. So good. <laughs> I was I enjoyed that. That was hilarious. Man. Um, and then uh, as they walk uh, around, Blonsky says he's happy that the tow truck uh, uh, won't arrive till later today, so you can spend some time here. Um, uh, part of me feels like he uh, like he would uh, when he figured out a way to call the uh, all the tow truck. He <laughs> particularly told them, "Wait till later. I want to spend some time with Jen." It does seem like he's trying to sell a book. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Tony uh, Robbins style for sure. Man, that like, guy's yeah. a Hulk in himself uh, on his own. Yeah, that guy's right. Scary tall. Yeah. <laughs> his hands like two of mine. Yeah. Oh man, tiny so, hands. Oh, Jen asks if there's no cell phone own reception, and then he tells her no, and then um he tells her where everything is. And he trolls her saying, oh, you got a text, which I thought was uh, kind of funny. That part very much felt like a Tim Roth improvisation because he you could tell that part happened like in 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 the moment and not like, yeah. you know, audio recorded later. And he's like, yeah, you got a text he's like, really? No. And then just cackles laughing at her. And I was like, that's that seemed really natural. I like that a lot. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's uh oh. Uh, he tells her about the sweat yurt uh, and she says I'm not going in there <laughs> uh, he says that it's where they integrate past and present selves which that reminded me of how uh, of how Bruce integrating the Hulk in him mm. I saw the Josie. Um, at which I kind of feel like they uh, they almost did kind of use it uh, near the end of the episode <laughs> in a way like that uh, at where she is now starting to be like be like accepting of both her halves. Yeah. Well, uh, she. Igno- I mean, 
that's I'm sorry I don't mean to skip ahead but like that's kind of what I saw when um they were like they're in their little like group therapy session and um she acknowledged for the first time that these were two separate people that she has uh, you know yeah. like within her and um and that acknowledgement was like the huge was like a huge step in a coming to oh, yeah. like a coming moment where she need like she not only needed to acknowledge it but like be able sure. to accept that she now has these two very different people uh, that she has to like figure out how to like cope with on this journey of hers. I thought it was like, I just thought it was really interesting oh, how that, they chose to do it. It was very definitely. well explained. I, I, I really enjoyed that. I, I do. I, I'm really hoping that by the end of the series, we get not only that she's like, uh, she is like a, not uh, she's loving her, her gen side but also i hope that by the end of the series she starts loving more her she-hulk side because it it kind of feels like she's leaving the she-hulk side in the dirt uh, uh or being like uh, i acting like it's this bad thing uh, and just all the time everyone loving the she-hulk side which yes they need a love uh, of the gen side too but she needs to love the she-hulk side because as you said it is a different person and it deserves that love just as much mm -hmm. i think, mm -hmm. I, think which I don't getting... feel like they've uh they've done enough towards uh oh it's like being able to say yes this side also deserves love uh, of not just the gen side well i think that the the she-hulk side of things is easy for her to love is the thing is like she didn't expect it to be that easy because she mastered the anger part so quickly in the first episode but this part coming up where she has the reception montage where she's searching around for reception i think it's only probably my second viewing of the episode i was like oh, it's only like 20 seconds maybe 30 seconds long but it's parts like that that i'm like okay we have three episodes left and we are still spending like there was like three different montages of her waiting for this text there's the one before she gets in the car. There's the one in the car with Umbop halfway through. And then there's the reception like montage of her searching around. Like my favorite part of this episode is that montage or is that uh, sorry, monologue where she is talking about coming to terms with the two sides of her. And I think that part, that part really redeems this episode for me, but I got mm -hmm. a lot of, it just, it it's, it's this late in the game that we're getting a, what feels like a third in a row semi filler episode. Because we're getting the same character arc or the same character development over three scenes in each episode, but the rest of the episode to me is so much filler, and I'll I'll, I'll complain more about that later, I'm sure. But I'll <laughs> I totally agree with you. Though. No, no, I totally agree with you though, because like I, I mean, throughout this whole series, um, like I have one. It, it feels like they needed, I don't know, like it feels like they needed to either drag this out figure out how to drag this out into either longer episodes uh, and like less of them mm. or um they need if they were going to go this route then they needed to like pick something that they were going to focus on that she was working on in each episode and try and do it that way um because like at this point i'm kind of nervous about like where these next three episodes are oh, going to yeah. go because i'm not going to buy Ooh. that because there's a lot of i mean that's a that's deep personal stuff there that yeah, you have to like work yeah. on and undo and there's a lot of like 
resentment. And just because you master the anger in like the first episode doesn't necessarily, I mean, anybody it's, it's a grieving process. Mm -hmm. And, and so you're gonna, you're going to go in and out of these emotions. Yeah. uh, And it's not going to be just like one simple thing. And so I don't know if I'm actually going to be able to buy that she accepts herself in the next three, like by the, by this next, like by the final episode, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to buy that because I don't feel like she's put in all the work yet. If yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. And I, I mean, the, the character should always have more to grow and more to develop if you're going to have this character come back later. But it's like there's uh, there, there's two, so there's two episodes left. There's eight, eight and nine. And that's it. And if we're getting and it, I feel like they do this with a lot of Marvel shows like Moon Knight to me, the finale, he'd figured everything out by the finale. He was like, oh, I've gone through all my emotional mm-hmm. Development now it's just about the big spectacular spectacle of the finale fight and what happens with the villain and where where do we go from here? Set up the next. Yeah, thing. Even though there's uh, even though there was so much that they were just like we're not going to actually delve into and yeah. uh, when we should be for that series. Yeah, that too. There was a lot definitely left untold, which which is what happens maybe with six yeah. episodes and maybe they needed to have longer. But yeah, to, to me, there's like she's either gonna have a lot of work left to do by the end of this season or it's going to feel rushed. Uh, yeah. I, I do out. hope that, uh, that maybe a, a to help with that problem. Like they, they tried to have like, uh, have like how Loki at the very end of it, it said it's returning for season two. I'm hoping that they, they oh, yeah. immediately at the end. So they'll tell you we're returning season two, that the way that, you know, we are going to get the rest of that journey uh, mm-hmm. with her accepting herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'd, yeah. I'd like to know how she returns and if they're doing a, a season two. And I wouldn't mind a season two. I honestly think there's so much more that could be done in a in a weekly like lawyer yeah. show, which we're not really getting but, much of a yeah, lawyer we, show. But I, right. I think we're I think if they do a season two, there will probably be a lot more of the lawyer side. Uh, yeah. I'd um I remember reading from the showrunners where they they said one of their biggest regrets was that they didn't spend enough time on Jen and on the uh, on the lawyer side of it. I was gonna say with yeah, her specifically being the lawyer, she she represented Blonsky, and that's it. Yeah, and so Wong. far. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, Wong. I've heard, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. yeah okay. Wongers. So- <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, so, uh, uh, so, um, sorry, where the I'm hell so sorry. Asked for, no, it's, okay. it's, no, it's <laughs> all right. Uh, it's all right. So Jen asked for a desk and Wi-Fi and boss, he says that no Wi-Fi, it's their plot, their policy. Um, and Jen says, ugh, this is not how I want to spend my day. Blasi is like, well, maybe it's how you need to spend your day. But you're not in a teachable moment, uh, mood, and I respect that. So <laughs> I'll be around that. if you need. Isn't that, awkward that walk away. the worst? Because like, like the, my inner teenager is just rolling my eyes and like, <laughs> just like, my arms are crossed. Just like, okay, dad. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish my dad had that kind of cadence. With me. Oh, my god. oh my god! But he was like, it's funny because she wasn't even hearing him say that, and he just awkwardly like whistles off into the distance <laughs> so i was like i was like i really want to follow blonsky for a little bit like just what's his day oh, really man. like but yeah that was uh that was funny now you're not in a teachable mood. 
I respect it. Like, who's yeah. you're not teachable, but I respect that. Like, oh, all right. So, uh, the, this is then one where I get the montage of Jen walking around trying to find signal, and she ends up walking inside this wood lodge, which is a sign that uh, that Blodsky told her about before, but she wasn't listening. Uh, I, when he told her that this is where he does their uh, their group therapy sessions, um, and that uh, so let me see, uh, so uh, she gets finds one bar of service, and so she shouts, "Oh hell yeah!" <laughs> and this happened. Uh, uh, this is where uh, Blonti is uh, right now holding a group therapy session. Manbull and El Aguila are, are there, as well as some others, and yeah. of which whom Blonsky introduces as Porcupine and Saracine. Uh, Saracine? Sar- uh, Saracen. Saracen. Yeah. Um, he thinks he's and, a vampire. Yeah, he thinks he's a vampire. <laughs> Wait, the funny thing is, so right on. Blonsky met. Uh, Blonsky says that uh, uh, Saracen thinks he's a vampire, meaning he's not a vampire, but he just thinks he is. But, uh, he, uh, but porcupine, uh, uh, pine. He, he says is he is a porcupine, <laughs> which is uh, which I I find I'm interesting is that I think that uh, that um like I think that goes to show like how he he is good at doing uh, this therapy because he's uh he. Until he's uh, uh, until he knows that the uh, that porcupine will be all right with being told he's not an actual porcupine, he's trying to comfort him <laughs> uh, by saying you are. Versus he knows that uh, uh, he knows so that Saracen right. is fine with the, uh, being uh, with the people telling him he just thinks he's a vampire. Mm-hmm. He's he's gotten further in the therapy. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Good point. I'll I'll another note about porcupine. Is mm-hmm. I looked up all of these characters on online, obviously because I had to. Uh, and <laughs> Porcupine is a skilled automotive mechanic, and they didn't uh, take the opportunity to. <laughs> it's on his Wikipedia page. It just says <laughs> the character was a skilled mechanic. I was like, that's just. Oh bad. yeah. <laughs> that's... But uh, yeah, he's been around in the comics since like '63, so that character has oh. been a while before I'm... getting a live action oh, representation. <laughs> I'm not surprised by any of these characters being having been around for a while. They're just very deep cut characters, mm-hmm. and I, I I respect it. I respect that oh, yeah. uh, that approach to this show is that you're not going to come up with brand new characters when you have such a deep roster of ridiculous oh, yeah. characters like this. Well, why and it was created by Stan the Lee. Wheel? Exactly. Yeah. 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 So uh, uh, Blonsky <laughs> offers for Jen to join, uh, but Jen says, "I'll pass. I'm gonna just work over here." Hey, she wa- starts walking around, uh, uh, looking at her phone, uh, uh, and while Blonsky continues meeting, everyone starts talking about how uh, they think uh, Manbull and El Aguila uh, uh, are spending way too much time together, <laughs> or it's unhealthy, uh, and Blonsky tries to get uh, Porcupine to take off his suit, but he says he's not ready to, uh-huh. and then Wrecker from the Wrecking Crew comes in. Jen breaks the fourth wall to tell us that guy's here. You probably don't even remember him. So uh, 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 tell me, they previously on him. No way. I don't care. We're doing it again. <laughs> Show us the scene from uh, from earlier this season again. I really um, like. I don't know if it if she coined the phrase in this moment, but the I, the term previously on is quite funny. I like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's just like, we did we previously on him. Do this, it now. I think this is probably the most uh, like. 
this is the most powerful of her fourth wall breaking powers <laughs> have been yet. Uh, yep. She's actually changing the course of the show. Yeah. Uh oh, by adding that in there. Um, <laughs> which uh, which does lead me to uh, believe there is a possibility that it could get even crazier with her uh, her powers in the future. Like actually, like maybe changing the course of how the show ends, which would be <laughs> really interesting. If we got like an alternate ending, like the end of Clue, the movie, I would oh. love that. Like three alternate endings. Oh my god, that would be amazing. <laughs> this is how it really is. So, yeah, just like like they can they can choose which one's canon by uh, I which one people uh, oh click on the most on Disney Plus. <laughs> Oh, that'd be shit. That'd be really cool. That'd be like choose your own adventure, oh, but yeah. like, yeah, okay, we you voted. This oh yeah, it, which that's oh wait, that's something that uh, that DC has done before, uh, or um the uh, the storyline uh, the storyline of I think it was the uh, uh, the death of I think Jason Todd Robin uh, and to the hands of the Joker was uh, uh, it was decided upon through uh through a um phone a uh, uh, phone voting thing uh, and wow. people could vote on what they wanted to be the ending of the storyline uh, and that was how the people ended uh voted for it then that's badass that's yeah cool. um remember phone lines <laughs> <laughs> phone voting movie phone like there man phones really took a dive oh, <laughs> i don't want what happened or they upgraded. I mean, it just depends on how you look at it, you know. Uh, what are what are podcasts if not one-sided long phone conversations? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, uh oh. And then Jed gets up, start uh, sorry, walk towards him. He notices her saying, "Oh, hey." I feel like the more proper response from him in this moment would be, "Oh shit, <laughs> you." <laughs> Oh yeah, and running away. <laughs> so, Jen hawks out, throws him into stacked chairs while uh, Blonsky is shouting her name. Manbull gets a little annoyed because he stacked those chairs, and Jen tells everyone, "This asshole and his friends attacked me outside my apartment." And Blonsky tells her, "You got to go sit in the calming chair." And everyone's like, "Like, like ooh, you're in trouble." Yeah. I just found that so funny. <laughs> I like that that someone tries to calm or like quell or uh, they try to calm Manbull down, and he's like, "I'm allowed to be angry. I yeah. stack those chairs." <laughs> yeah. Like, yes, you're right. We should validate anger. It is true. Manbull says she's welcome to the circle, but she has to get her own chair. Chair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good. Yes, you are allowed to be angry for someone ruining your stacked chairs, but at the same time, not him because uh, uh because a guy getting thrown into your stacked chairs is nowhere near as bad as destroying someone's car, which mm. he destroyed someone's car. Very true. Very so true. I would say he doesn't really have a, have a place to say a, a, he should get to be angry here. That's true. I agree. Yes. Well uh, so Wrecker says that he'd love to, uh, of to work the, uh, their issues if she'd let him. Well, of course he would want uh, would since 
getting turned into pulp <laughs> is much more painful than talking through your stuff. That's true. And I don't know it's... how many months or weeks this is supposed to be since that, like, rolling up on her that happened, um, as I think he says. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, but it seems like a quick, a quick flip of the... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Know, yeah. Yeah. Change of heart, I guess. <laughs> Which... Yeah. It seems that uh, it seems that, uh, that based on how um Blonsky Auntie uh, reacted when Jen started doing that, uh, I, this guy has told Blonsky about all about what they did, which I feel like she should have uh, or he should have warned Jen. Uh, and My hey, finger. there's someone on this property you're not gonna want to see. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh oh. Then uh, and record now sitting in a chair explains his change and he says that him and his boys were acting like idiots rolling up up on you like we were super villains and Jen says you attacked a woman four on one you definitely were super villains yeah. and he, he responds I hear you and I'm very sorry <laughs> great oh, did you thank hear that? you yeah sorry wow what a breakthrough. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I did I love her hilarious. sarcasm. Yeah, yeah, I did that, love her sarcasm. So good, that sarcasm. Does, doesn't he? Doesn't Emil Blonsky say sarcasm? Like he's yeah, 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 yeah. He like acknowledges like, it. Yeah, it's great. He clocks it like a lineup. Yeah, I, I think he's like, like he. Uh, like you're deflecting by using sarcasm, yeah. right, yeah, or something like that. Sarcasm is just yeah. anger's second cousin, or something like <laughs> yeah, that. Or yeah, something. Yeah. Oh man, so, and um. Uh, you know, if Wrecker has actually changed, I feel like he should warn her that about there's a person who would have hired them to try and get her blood. Theory. If he's uh, like, oh, you have yes. a theory? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I think, and we'll, we're skipping ahead by saying this, but no, the, the Josh reveal, I think that the Wrecking Crew was hired in a way to give her a very low standard expectation of people coming for her blood. Uh, people coming to get her or people coming to take to infiltrate her life in some way. Like if you're going to put out, like it just seems very goofy. You know what I mean? This mm -hmm. group of dudes with, with mm -hmm. like it seems doomed to fail. Um, so if you're going to set someone's someone's uh, expectations really low for attackers, you send these guys. Yeah, <laughs> and then it's like, we don't have to give smart. them all the info. And then you don't expect this guy at a wedding to walk up to you yeah. and, and completely date you for two weeks or three weeks or whatever, and then maybe take your blood. We'll get to that. Yeah, later. but yeah, you know, but I feel like uh, I feel like if he's changed and they were hired by the uh, I the same person, uh, Arison, um, like I feel like he would tell her, uh, uh, her, you should know this person is out to try and get your blood. Uh, uh, Yes, but he, the fact that he didn't part a part of me wonders if he hasn't completely changed, or uh, or that they actually weren't uh, uh weren't um uh, aren't hired by anyone. They were just trying to get her blood, hoping that they could maybe like sell it on the black market or sign. Yeah, because they did reference having a boss who's not going to be happy, right? Like they, I think they say that in the van afterwards. So I don't know. It's a, you might have found a huge plot hole that uh, should be addressed. That this guy is part of this group that's supposed to be these like these like super supportive men that are really helpful to her, 
and make her feel accepted. And yet this one guy doesn't point out the fact that, hey, some people are after you, by the way. Like, share that. <laughs> Good point. Uh, uh, You're poking holes in your own favorite show, John. Uh, hey, I got... Uh, I... It, you know, people would uh, probably be pissed if I was uh, wasn't going to be real with these things uh, <laughs> and act like uh, act like there was no there's no problems at all with the show. So I appreciate the authenticity. Yeah, because like, <laughs> I feel like that. Uh, yeah, like since I am someone who mostly does just say positive things about the show, uh, I feel like there probably are people out there thinking that uh, thinking I'm being fake or something and I'm not yeah. being real, which You're some kind of I simp. am. I am being completely real with everything I'm saying, but I, I yeah. do want to make sure to uh, bring, uh, bring up when there is sign of this fraud with the show uh-oh, um, to balance that out. Especially when people in the first, like especially the first couple episodes were so ready and trigger happy to jump on people for miso- misogyny if they have any issue with the show whatsoever. People would be like, you hate women. It's like, no, that's not, there's just maybe a problem. There's just maybe a plot hole I didn't like. That's all yeah. it is. Yeah, I appreciate um, it. So, uh, oh, let me see. Uh, um, so, El Aguila says, Hennifer is getting her <laughs> kicks. Uh, it's listening to us and not working on herself. Which yeah. I, I thought it was funny how she, she called him Hennifer. Yeah, or, it's in the subtitles is, too. Yeah, is that a reference <laughs> to something? No, it's just how he pronounces Jace. <laughs> He's Spanish, so he says Jennifer. Yeah, it's pretty hilarious. <laughs> it's like earlier he says he says people would associate him with a matador because he's Spanish. Yeah, and, and then Porcupine is like. He says Spanish is a language, not a nationality. And he's like, "Oh, you haven't heard of Spain?" <laughs> like, he's so mad. Oh like, man! Of course, it's not a. Of course, it's a nationality. <laughs> Anyways, sorry. <laughs> Detour. Oh, uh, Jed says, uh, uh, "I'm not getting my kicks, and I'm fine." Everyone in the room starts laughing at the fact that she says she's fine, <laughs> and Porcupine says, "You aren't fine." Flying into a rage, uh, age throwing people across the room into perfectly stacked chairs. Okay, Perfect. maybe not, but she is totally valid in throwing him. Oh yeah, he I deserved agree. that. Yeah, she didn't um, throw that guy enough during that fight. Yeah, the other guys got it way worse. So, oh, uh, Emil asks if there's anything that Jen wants to get off her chest, and Jen just quickly says no. She looks at uh, looking at her phone again, and Emil says, "Look, you are glued to that thing." <laughs> and, and, and Jen just looks flabbergasted that he seriously just said that. Uh, I, but then she starts explaining that uh, she meeting Josh, uh, uh, she's going on dates with him, and now how she now hasn't heard from him. Porcupine asks us, well, when did you last talk to him? Uh, um, uh, she says, uh, as three nights ago, when we, uh, and Manbull cuts her off, say, made love. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we just slept together. Uh, and um, uh, and El Aguila says, uh, uh, another direct hit. <laughs> And Jen's like, oh, okay, are you two married? Uh, Aaron and Blonsky asks, uh, asks that Agula switch seats with someone. And, See what you've done. 
Yeah, he is like, are you happy now? Jed <laughs> yeah. uh, just goes, mm-hmm. <laughs> I enjoyed that a lot. The fact that he was just like, see, he, they, they separate us all the time. <laughs> it's so, so sad. <laughs> Oh, uh, Jed says that they've been on uh, on three dates, uh, dates, and um, she asks, uh, uh, or they ask her uh, what the last text was, and she tells them it, and they all go, "Yikes!" And uh, I said, "Porcupine says that that's thirsty and cliche." <laughs> and she yeah. just calls him the same thing back. You're thirsty. Oh no, she didn't just call me that. Yeah. <laughs> she re- uh, she reveals that she's just texted him again saying that she's worried and then they all rag on her for this oh yeah yeah and she's uh, she says that she was freaking out and Mambul says that's a really bad look and that's <laughs> like i know i don't need you to point out my mistakes i have my mom for that <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's so good. I love that it becomes like basically six men coaching her on her texting. <laughs> yep. And people were no. complaining about the whole idea that as soon as Josh went bad, they were pissed off that men, the representation of men oh, was, yeah. like, uh, you know, another another bad uh, <laughs> villainous or, or loser. And it's like, you've got these six guys trying to help her out. Yeah, at the yeah, very like, least. <laughs> honestly, uh, honestly, at this point in the show, even though they like to say that, uh, I, that most of the men in the show are bad, I would say actually it's a majority of the men aren't bad. Uh, and it's just the people she's going on on dates with, uh, I, which is not the majority of the men in the show. Well, go what you've got Pug, you've got her dad, and then you've got these six guys, and you've got and, Bruce, and then and like got, they're not, uh, you know. Uh, and you Wong, got Wong. Uh, Ched. Wong, uh, true. Wong was a good dude. You got Ched. Uh, let's not Blonsky, go with Ched. Uh, let's, let's not add Ched um, to the good representation of men in this He's funny and I love him, but. Uh, hey, he, I would say, he, like, okay, I hate Ched. He, he's a goofball, but I don't think he's a bad guy. Uh, he's uh, the Incheddable Hulk, just, and I love him. He's just it. a dumbass. <laughs> Yes, yes. With shade. Yeah, he, I would uh, I I definitely would say that there's probably more men in the show that are good actually than there are, are that are bad. So it it's is, kind it of a dumb uh, yeah. uh, a dumb comparison that uh, people to make. Yeah. Um but it's also just uh, uh, just like the MCU is a stupid ass oh. idea that uh, yes yeah, there are still mainly guys. Oh my god! Yeah. Um. So, she you so stupid. So, uh, <laughs> um. Wrecker says that they should consider the possibility that you were ghosted, and uh, then Saracen uh, uh, and says, or he wanted your blood. Boom. And it's possible. Maybe we should have listened to this guy. Yeah. Yeah, just because he uh, thinks he's a vampire doesn't mean he doesn't speak the truth sometimes. Yeah. Dropping truth bombs. Over broken here. clock. A broken oh, clock. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone gets annoyed that he he dared bring up blood, and but then Jen gets sad here. And what? No, wait. Doesn't he say maybe he wants your? No, maybe he wants your blood, and then doesn't he say, uh, "I went too far. Someone bail me out." Like yeah, what's someone, that? Like? Yeah, he said. I uh, wait. No, no, that was that later. was another line, that was wasn't a, it? Another okay. one. Yeah. 
Damn. Um, so that was funny. <laughs> yeah. Whenever it happens. <laughs> uh, so, uh, oh, record then starts apologizing for our talking, and Jen says, "No, it's it's just she goes into uh, and she goes into how she met uh, uh how she met him as Jen. He liked Jen." He specifically didn't ask about She-Hulk, uh, and um, then she goes into this uh, this analogy about uh, out being uh, being a cooler person, uh, uh, the cooler person in, uh, in high school, which we've seen from the trailer. Uh, and she says, uh, as said, she thinks it feels like cheating being She-Hulk. And would they like me if I was just Jen? Would guys stick around for or Jen? Uh, and because some of them don't. And that sucks for Jen because Jen is great and no one cares when they've got She-Hulk. So I meet this guy who actually likes Jen and that uh, that just felt good to know. And then he ghosts me and it sucks. And this is what everybody starts saying that they got to go kill this guy. <laughs> I love this attitude uh, I to, of I wanting did to go kill love, him. I did love the um, the line in there, though, where I, f- I forget who it was that says it, but somebody says something like, uh, you guys, she's telling us about her pain and all we can do is offer her violence. Yeah, that was like, wrecker. wrecker. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah. Uh, um... And I love the, the monologue, too, that she tells. So that there's a slow zoom and uh, on She-Hulk and it's probably if they did go back and I know that they probably did go back and change and update and, and improve a lot of the CG this seems like one of those ones that they didn't miss whereas they they definitely went back to make sure that that moments like this that were high acting like incredibly important oh, yeah. for the facial expressions they definitely went back and improved because I loved it I, I had no complaints oh, yeah, about there's... the CG here everything worked well you could tell you... that it was uh was her there acting is so skills much being picked up. Uh, there is so yeah. much emotion there uh, Aaron yeah. um, it, looked, it looked great probably to me like, some I, I of the about. most emotion I've seen from a CG character yeah yeah I'd say like you feel like that's Tatiana coming through in the character yeah. whereas like moments where she hulks across is across the room from the camera like you they you know they didn't go back and spend time on that because they were probably under their time crunch oh, yeah. they went There's they not, spent time uh, and, on this moment it was good yeah they and the scenes that actually mattered that they yeah. would be assigning time on big time uh so el Agula shows his bioelectricity sword which was really <laughs> cool uh, uh and then Saracens has Let's find this Josh guy and suck out his blood. <laughs> I love, I love Saracen so much. He gets the least lines of the four yeah, of them, uh, or the five or six, seven, um, and uh, and yet he does steal the show. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, uh, and all uh, like I, I, I wrote, I don't know, uh, uh, oh, uh, but this record, dude. I, I say, I think. Violence is definitely the answer here. We should definitely go and kill Josh. <laughs> this is you talking? This is you yes, as John? Yes, okay, me. cool. Yes, 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 <laughs> All we can offer you, all you can offer her, John, is oh, violence. Yeah. My favorite was the uh, the the delivery from El Aguila, who says... Uh, <laughs> Tonight hurts. we ride. <laughs> no, he says, once once uh, Emil, uh, or no, uh, once, once Wrecker points out that all they can offer mm. is violence and, and El Aguila is like it hurts when someone rejects us because oh, yeah. it reminds us of all the times 
when we reject ourselves. ourselves. Yes. <laughs> he like whispers it. I was like, that's almost as good as the pug line of whispering uh, best bath from Boom Boom Bay. Yeah, it's yeah. like that's so, a great delivery in the show. Yeah, so Blonsky, uh, Auntie asks if anyone thinks they could speak to Jen's pain with the tools we've learned here. Uh, Aaron Porcupine says, for one, you can't control what other people do. And then this is where El Aguila says that, uh, I, which honestly, uh, a the uh, El Aguila says here, like, I I really felt that. Yeah, uh, that's a good line. So much. Um, I, I got emotional uh, watching it. Yeah. It's they hit hard, man. When when uh, and oh, you know that's yeah. that's how you know his retreat is working. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it ain't bullshit. Yeah, he ain't um, lying about uh, you know maybe he's not joining the Thunderbolts. Maybe he's just uh, actually running a retreat <laughs> legitimately. Uh, so oh, Wrecker says that uh, maybe this Josh stuff hurts because you haven't been spending enough time with Jen, and um. She watched the damn Muppets. What's she supposed to do? No, I'm just kidding. And then Saracen <laughs> adds that that's a shame because I bet that Jen is pretty damn great and tasty. <laughs> that's the one. That's the one. And he's <laughs> so, like, somebody like, bail me out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, I went off the rails. Someone bail me out. <laughs> I, oh. man, I love that. Uh, I... <laughs> yeah. Me too. When uh when I uh, uh when I saw uh, uh, I was writing down my notes for the uh, uh right after uh, uh, Saracen said and tasty I I just wrote fuck yes Saracen fuck yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man and so, oh man bull says uh, as maybe this guy isn't the only guy who likes Jen maybe there's an entire group of guys right here who want to spend time <laughs> with Jen and. and Oh, Blonsky asked Jen, and if she believes this, uh, this group loves the whole of her. Uh, and Jen says, I do. And uh, and Wrecker says, well, then maybe you can stop using She-Hulk as a shield and trust us with Jen. And she, uh, so she changes out of, of Shulky form into just Jen. And, she's, uh, and she says that she's really happy uh, now, and which... I really uh, I like that uh, like she's finding some happiness that mm-hmm. is here. Um, she uh, she he said uh, as uh, that felt really good, Porcupine. Uh, mm-hmm. I and this gives Porcupine the confidence he needs to take off his mask. Drum roll, and then everyone says how it stinks now, <laughs> which I'm gonna be honest. I wish they didn't do that joke. I feel because uh, I because uh, I I feel like it, it kind of ruined uh, it ruined from the uh, the emotional moment there. I agree. It's yeah. something that they accuse Marvel of the MCU of a lot, where they don't let a, a serious moment hang. Um, I've seen that. I've seen that complaint a lot of times. I've never agreed with it until this moment. Yeah, <laughs> like, this was, was the like, first oh, wow. time I've uh, I've felt that uh, that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Which uh, like. We we definitely got uh, uh, got to sit in the moments for uh, uh, for everything which the She Hawk would say, but we didn't get to sit in that moment at all for Porcupine, which I uh, which mm-hmm. I feel like we should have gotten to, uh, for him too. Um, I agree. So uh, uh, then everyone starts t- uh, t- uh, are telling Jen to delete Josh's number, peer pressuring her, so she does so and then says. 
I'm hurting for a yurtin. So we cut to Jen coming out of the yurt, which I, I don't, I've never heard of a yurt before, so I'm guessing it's basically just a sauna. Well, the yurt itself is the structure. They can fill it with steam and whatever they want and call it a, and anything else. It's essentially just like a, a, like a hard shell tent uh, is a yurt. It's not quite a cabin. It's not quite a tent. It's somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got a lot of those up here. Awesome. Oh, um, she then gives them um, a thumbs up, uh, up, and we cut to Oh Jen as she's about to leave because Totok is here, and she says, "I'll never forget you guys." And Wrecker gives her a card, set, uh, and she, you know, he says that they all made it for her. It says, "Bye, Jen. We love Jen and She Hulk from the gang." Which I, I just love these guys. I really hope we see them again. But uh, not not like, a real gang, just a uh, not literally a gang. You can oh, tell the yeah. parole board that that'd be great. Yeah, I like that a lot and too. I but love yes, that I like they. I love that they made a, uh, made a point to uh, point that these guys are saying we love both and not just Jen. Yeah, like they could have easily just had it uh, right. We love Jen uh, and yeah. not we love both Jen and She Hulk. I think that uh, I I think they uh, uh they they helped her with uh, helped her with loving the gen side now but uh but her getting that i think is going to make her start wanting to love the she-hulk side more mm-hmm. oh, yeah it's much um, more complicated than than bruce's you know he's got a he's got the duality going on bruce and hulk are two different people jen is both jen and she-hulk at the same time so it's it's like there is a duality there, but it's a lot more complex. So I like mm-hmm. that they're taking time trying to discover that and understand it, because like the wedding episode was completely different in how they tackled it, and like the episode yeah, before that, which I'm struggling to remember, <laughs> it's again tackling it in a different yeah, way. Yeah, the oh yeah, the episode before that was when she was dealing with her identity. Uh, yeah. a, Wait, that, was a, that the dating one? The, no, that was the one right after the dating one where ah, she's uh, she got sued, uh, uh, sued for uh, right. um yeah um which i i know it feels like they're uh, like they're just doing these things again at least um development things again and again but the thing is development is not always a straightforward path you're yeah. like in real life you're going to uh, you're going to have stumbles you're going to uh, uh, like even if you know, if someone tells you you're you need to love yourself you may love yourself for a short time again after that but then uh, and you're going to fall again yeah, that's just yeah. how life works. This yeah. is facts, all true. Um, I learned that from watching Drag Race. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can't love oh. yourself. How are you gonna love anybody else? Can I get an amen? Drag Race oh, yeah. fans, eat that up, John. Don't worry. <laughs> all right. So it's um... like, what the fuck did Keith just say? That's fine. <laughs> so, uh oh, um, so uh. Bolinsky tells her that uh, else remember uh, everyone we meet no matter how much they hurt you is a lesson learned and Blonsky says feel free to come again and just like not until you get wi-fi she gets in the tow truck and they drive her home which there's uh, there is a, a a nice easter egg here uh, the tow truck company is, is named slot and the and the driver is named Dan. This is a reference to Dan Slot, who uh, who's a 
um, writer for She-Hulk comics, uh, of which whom some of the ones that this show is based on are his. That's awesome. Cool. That's so cool. Sadly, they didn't get uh, uh, get Dan Slott to actually play the truck driver, but that was, uh, but yeah. That He's was like, really I've never cool. driven a big rig. I don't know how to do that. Sorry. Oh, it wouldn't be man. unsafe. So, uh, uh, I love the song choice here as well of Dua Lipa's uh, uh, IDGAF, uh, F, and then we, uh, and then we cut to uh, uh, three days earlier where we find. Uh, and Josh, after Jen went to sleep, they, and he's copying stuff from Jen's phone, which I'm wondering what Hulk King wants out of her phone. Um, the only thing I could think of uh, of possibly is like, since this seems to be a, a, a like very much an incel uh, organization, uh, Asian maybe. Uh, he's trying to get those uh, uh, get the rejected dates uh, its phone numbers so they can get them to join the cause could be yeah that, that's the only I... thing i could think of could be a, why they would care about what's on her phone well i mean i think if they need to revisit as a resource of that blood of some kind if they, they, they'll have so much information that it's like it'll just make stalking her so much easier if they have mm-hmm. the, the copying Makes of sense. the phone. Like it's she, they're gonna know every appointment she has and you know that makes sense. in her in her phone. It's scary. <laughs> and that shit uh, happens. <laughs> so uh oh. He then takes a picture of her naked back as she sleeps, uh, sending it to Hulk King, which is this is where he's actually revealed to be working for Hulk King, sadly. Um, which I, I don't understand why he needed a picture of her like that. That was weird. Extra creep. Just extra creep. Yeah, factor. just super extra creepy, like, for no reason. Mm-hmm. But at that point, like, you know, the the wheels are already kind of off it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like, I just oh, um, so... big into shoulders. So, yeah. I, did he get her blood? The text emojis he I, used, which I'm... is so funny to see a supervillain using text emojis to communicate something. I'm guessing he's. Uh, I I'm guessing he. They didn't show it, but they. I'm guessing that uh, he did. How do you do I, that? I'm I'm guessing. Uh, I'm guessing she's that heavy a sleeper that somehow she got stabbed with a needle and yeah. could tell. Yeah. Um, Maybe well, he's got my, one of those like testers. I wonder if that. like. I wonder if his whole thinking was, the, and maybe I'm just an idiot. It's entirely possible, but I wonder if his entire thinking <laughs> was like, <laughs> I can't get She-Hulk's blood. Like I can't get She-Hulk's blood, but I can get Jen's blood, and they're the same. So it's mm-hmm. easier to get it while she's asleep. Yeah. Maybe she's a really heavy sleeper, and mm-hmm. so that's how. She, that's how. Maybe he was just like texting in confirmation that like he got it. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking. I was trying to figure out whether he'd gotten gotten it already or whether he was like bragging about like, hey, I'm the closest one, highest bidder type of thing, like pay me. Oh, maybe. Closest. Yeah. I don't know. It, 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 yeah. So it's, I guess they should have made it. It's creepy time. either way. Oh, like... yeah, definitely. <laughs> and I, I've heard pe- uh, some people like wondering why they would try to get her blood while she's not in Hulk form uh, arm um, because like, I, I same think blood. like the blood is supposed to be like some um what different there, but I'm guessing I'm guessing the reason for that is because and this goes along with the, uh with my thinking that 
Hulk King will be revealed to be Samuel Stearns, the leader, because we gotta we gotta remember that in the Incredible Hulk, uh, Hulk him and Bruce were experimenting and with what if I remember right, it was a flower, hoping that it would turn the uh, it would take the Hulk parts out of his blood cells, right. but instead it did the opposite and it it hulked out the blood cells. Right. So I'm wondering, mm-hmm. uh, I'm thinking that it is the leader and he's, uh, and he knows he has, he has a method to just uh, as turn the blood into the blood he needs. True. And, and it would make no sense since they didn't show him extracting anything, any blood, I would mm. imagine that it would, it would make zero sense for them to have shown in the last kind of, it wasn't like post credits, but in the last scene where, uh, in the last episode, they showed the the Hulk King's like special needle. Everybody's theorizing online that it's made of adamantium or something. But 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 that's that makes sense to me that it hasn't happened yet. But like, oh, we have our way in to get close enough to her to I, use it. Mm-hmm. I feel like if that was the case, so wh- why would he he ghost her? Like, that and, would and why would he take to, that picture? Uh, um, to ghost her, a uh, uh, ghost her if you're plant uh, if. You haven't gotten what you need from her yet. True, and and why did he take the photo that could have yeah. woke her up? Like you turn that flash off or something. Like why would you? Mm-hmm. Anyways, and the sound. <laughs> like come on now. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the hell, man. We're we're really He's not even we're really, good at his job. Yeah. Like... We're really, <laughs> we're really giving it like a a manual on how to take creepy pictures. <laughs> For anybody who wants to do it, you know, oh, just man. turn the sound off, turn the flash off, get like a low light. No, anyways, uh. um. Yeah, so that that's um where this episode uh, oh it ends the uh and and sadly again there was no post credit scene which I don't understand the thinking uh, that could have been one uh, yeah thing like you're like they all could have been you got like three like, post credit scenes at so, the end of these last three episodes yeah yeah they uh, so they uh, they have uh, have post credit scenes for the first four episodes and then the rest are just like not gonna have them I'm guessing like. I'm that may, makes me really interested for the inevitably after the series is over, you know, these uh, the showrunners of the show, they're going to get asked in interviews. Uh, was, why did you make this choice of having post credit scenes the first half of the season, but then nothing the second half? Because it makes the endings feel lackluster if mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. Uh, because, like, it wouldn't feel like that if they weren't, uh, if they're, if they had like spread out the post credit scenes and made it so it was, it's just it's a treat a random you get thing. the uh, yeah uh, get the post credit scenes but because they made it so you expect those now if you don't get them you're feeling uh, uh you're feeling disappointed at the end yeah i remember everybody and us talking about the first three episodes especially we were like oh we're gonna get a post credit scene every single time now isn't that yeah. fun that they had that much forethought to actually give mm-hmm. us one every time oh, yeah. even if it's something silly like it's still a post credit scene to look forward to and yet now we've had four or three in a row that are like, no, okay, well, what what's the thought process there? Like it's yeah. the same thing as it's the a next strange thing I'm choice. Yeah, yeah, it's a strange choice. Yeah. Oh, uh, it no. I normally I do like try to talk about some of the the um pictures that they ha- I showed in those uh, the drawing post credits, but the but this episode though there were some new ones, none of them seemed that interesting to me. So mm-hmm. I was like. Eh, I don't really sure. care. Yeah, I don't um, think there was a ton that I picked out. Like, yeah, the uh, there was one about uh, one showing El Agula as a 
uh, a matador in college. Oh, yeah. One of uh, one of uh, of porcupine iron at the uh, at, dry um dry cleaner, and then yeah. one of them all doing yoga. Mm, yeah, it's, uh, good point. Um, I would have had a post credit. I would rather had a post credit. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Spend less exactly. time on that art. We want <laughs> we want a post credit scene, or just put yeah. that Josh reveal in the post. You have one shot already. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh man. Um, and so honestly, as a whole, I like this episode a lot. I think it's so much fun and it's pretty emotional. Uh, uh, as I said, I love the characters at this retreat. And it doesn't do much for the uh, much for the plot of the villains of the series, except at the end. Uh, and but I don't really mind that as this is a, a really exactly the show we were promised. It's Jen's life. It's not. It, it's not about her being a superhero yet. Uh, at, there doesn't really need to be a big arching story constantly talked about. Uh, mm-hmm. Out. Um. Like everyone out. I think everyone outside of well, incels, obviously, but would be happy with this show if they didn't have an idea in their head of what a Marvel show is supposed to be. Like if, uh, if they just took this, uh, took the Marvel out of this and just considered this a, a sitcom that just is a bit of a wacky sitcom, <laughs> everyone would be enjoying it for what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, because that's, because uh, they're not expecting sign out of it. Um, like, because this is really is a sitcom about Jen's life and her growing to love herself. And that's exactly what it should be. People, I would say, should treat this more like uh, like a new girl or community and not like Falcon the Winter Soldier or Loki. Like, I think that's, uh, I I think people are being too hard on it for the fact that it's not being uh, in serialized television. It's episodic. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, last night when I, I did my immediate thoughts, uh, odds, um, I didn't know how I felt about this episode because I was really was thinking that they were saying you should love Jen more than She-Hulk throughout the episode. But this time when I watched it, uh, watched it when doing the notes for this, um, it's really exactly what I've been saying each week of you should love both halves of Jen and She-Hulk. And I, I don't think Jen is there yet, uh, at, but at least she's got uh, uh, the... I think she is gonna get there. She's uh, she has learned to love the Gen side. So next uh, X, I think in these last two episodes, uh, she's gonna learn to love uh, uh, of the other half as well. Mm-hmm. Um. So uh, oh, Keith, Keith, as a whole, what oh, why did you think of the episode? Well, my biggest gripe, and I said I like obviously my impatience comes up when I have the, when we have those like montages about the texting and the reception and all those things. And it, it, it purely, I, I was looking, thinking about it earlier. It really comes down to the fault of the marketing team of this series. Yeah. Um, and it's some, someone at Marvel studios needs to either get fired or have a new de- department over the marketing strategies and the reception and expectation development like expectation management should be a whole department of marvel because they have screwed up a few times this year like what and and last year with with eternals for example they you could tell you could see the insecurities of the marketing team oozing out when they showed a trailer for every character for that movie and with with the or the 
madness uh, the multiverse of madness they showed us all the surprise cameos in the trailers before the movie came out like they were just showing too much and to me if this is the biggest ball they've dropped because they've shown us that daredevil is in this show they've announced that daredevil is returning to the mcu why did they not make those two separate things say that okay and at the the big announcement for the comic cons oh daredevil's coming down the pipeline do not mention that he's in she-hulk don't mention yeah. it because now we're sitting there going every episode, mm-hmm. or at least I was, and I know a few others sitting there waiting for that, that reveal instead of just getting to enjoy and just focusing on Jen and her developments as a character and standing on her own two feet. I would enjoy these episodes so much more having known, and I'll probably enjoy them way more in my second viewing um, to knowing where they're going and when he comes in. And if they just didn't tease that at the, before the show even aired, and then find mm-hmm. out that he's in episode nine. Like it's so silly to me. Yeah. They could have they could have just shown us that Wong's in it, that Emil Blonsky's in it, and that Bruce is in it. That would have been enough of a pull for people who were not on board with seeing like a show that for a character they'd never seen before. So it it it's just a, a silly thing that I know that the directors and creators of the show have nothing to do with. It's just the marketing side of things. They've- you know, uh, you know, at least at least, um. What they one thing they changed with the show, uh oh, that it would have had ended up having the same problem, uh, problem in the uh because of the marketing. And if they hadn't changed it, is that they made the uh made the origin episode with uh uh episode with Bruce be the first episode because originally it would have been next week's episode. Wow, yeah, no, I am very glad they got the origin out of the way because that would have been uh, like. But people have been wondering when is Bruce gonna show up and yeah and like uh, like imagine like uh, like don't show us uh, us Bruce until that episode but you have uh, uh have throughout the season like you'll have like like last episode where Jen's calling him being like Bruce where are you like that's just that would have made a, a people even more being like well what's going on why did why is this not, like why did you reveal him in the trailers if he's not buried till the eighth episode yeah. The, the two, honestly, the two biggest highlights of this series so far for me have been the fact that they got that out of the way at the get-go. Like, you don't need Bruce in there a bunch. Leave it leave it to Jen. Have it be about Jen. And secondly, the episode where her and Wong are teaming up to fight those demons in the theater. I was like, this is a, this feels so like a She-Hulk comic. This is like, okay, we're good. this is the most we've got She-Hulk actually helping out or being a hero and i know she's a lawyer first and she's denying that side of herself but it's like we got her she threw man bowl and she threw uh titania or punched Titania. like she, it's such short little snippets of this heroic action stuff and i don't i'm not mad about that as much as i'm mad about them setting the expectations where everybody's wondering when she's gonna have this uh the tie-in with i almost rather daredevil be gone and done with and then we have the last three episodes of just yeah. she hulk you know what i mean oh yeah yeah i it i kind of hate that uh, i hate that daredevil is going to be in one of the last two episodes because like he's gonna be distracting from the end of the season mm-hmm. yeah 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 steal steal the thunder yeah. yeah yeah i i honestly at this point i would rather if he just didn't show up at all in the series because i'm yeah. uh, it yeah. It, it's just an argument could be it's made that it, yeah. it would be sad if the uh, if the end of her series got overshadowed by mm-hmm. him him and also it's just a lot of daredevil fans and it's pissed me off because of how <laughs> of how they act about it 
Yeah, if 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 at the end of the episode that he's in, or maybe he maybe he's in the next two. I don't know. It looks it looks like they work on a case together. So it would be nice if it happened over two. If he is not used to strengthen our liking of her, then I'm gonna be mad. It's gonna be overshadowing, right? It's gonna be like, yeah, why is he here then? Like, is this I the mean, Daredevil show? Yeah, I would I would be okay with like like what you said like daredevil over like the next two so like we got him into i i basically i either need that or i need him to show up at a post-credit scene on the very last episode yeah wouldn't that be fun like that's how i i i need either one or the other like i don't really want this like in between kind of like sprinkling yeah of him in there like i i agree with you yeah i'm uh so currently what i'm thinking is gonna be the case is i think he's gonna show up next episode uh oh, and uh, um, and that maybe he'll uh, like his his plot will have something to do with Frogman mm-hmm. because there's uh, because um some of the trailer footage that shows uh oh's him and Jen in their costumes looks like they're in a uh, uh looks like they're in a home that could be lived in by uh, uh by someone like Frogman that yeah. Like there, it looks like it's almost a swampy area. Yeah, fair. Like an indoor though swampy area. Yeah. <laughs> what so did you I think of this the... episode as a whole, Abigail? Um, I mean, I didn't hate it. I thought it was quippy. I thought it was like just like a ragtag group of, of yeah. people, kind mm-hmm. of a kind of an energy. Um, yeah, it was. I. I didn't I, I'm kind of neutral on it. It wasn't like yeah, my favorite, can, but it wasn't like the worst one kind of a thing. It's just mm, kind yeah. of mm, in the middle. Like I could have done without it, but also I see why it's in there kind of. Th- so I don't really. Yeah, I, I think I think to me, the the worst episode so far was last episode, the wedding episode, because mm. uh, it just to me just felt like there wasn't much uh, like uh, I, both. It wasn't enough funny for me but then also like a lot of the things i uh, like i associate with she hawk like the breaking the fourth wall there really was like barely any last episode of that it was like it was mostly meant to like introduce josh and to maybe wrap things up with titania Mm -hmm. yeah and then everything that happened in between was just like jokes kind of dope yeah I'm wondering with oh, with Titania whether or not we're going to see her in these last two episodes. If she, like a part of me is like, where can they actually fit her in? But then also I'm uh, also I I either it'll either these things are part of a canceled plot or they're are uh, um they're just somehow going to shove them in is because there is a set photo of titania uh, uh and mark ruffalo in his mocap uh, app and it looks like it's at uh, uh, at um blonsky's retreat hmm. which i don't know how you fit that into these last uh, two episodes that seems like a post-credit scene yeah <laughs> man yeah. you didn't know that frogman is is titania's stepbrother <laughs> just kidding um oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does seem like if 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 Bruce is back in any capacity, it's gonna. I feel like it's gonna be a very short moment, yeah. and I think I'm, that that would wrap up Titania. I'm feeling like oh, there's. I'm feeling like he will show up in the finale, and then as a uh, as a wrap up uh, up like the last scene of the finale, 
is gonna be like a party at Bruce's bar and uh are in Mexico because uh because there's a uh because one a featurette that they released so, uh, showed some behind the scenes footage that looked definitely like it was at uh, at Bruce's bar but it had Jen and Nikki mm. which uh, which means that uh, that somehow Nikki would be going to Bruce's bar or uh, too which I the only way I could see that happening is if it's a if it's like a wrap up uh, party yeah. sort of thing at the end of the season. That would be the perfect end season post credits. If they're not going to land on a cliffhanger of sorts, like they might land on a, like a leader cliffhanger, but um, at the end of the episode, but a, but an after credit scene to party down and make everything uh, a fun ending would for a fun show. Like it is a comedy after all. Uh, that would yeah. be perfect. Just a big yeah. party at Bruce's bar. Oh yeah. Um. So, uh, uh, so the answers to the trivia questions from earlier were, were Hulk Gang, uh, and Kitty Pride. Wait, 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 wait! What were the questions? Um, <laughs> one was the uh, on what was what was the name of the gang that uh, uh, that killed Logan's wife and children in the Old Man Logan storyline, oh, uh, which that was Hulk Gang. Oh. And then the other uh, other was as uh, as uh, uh, in order to be attacked by Wolverine, Deadpool will uh, uppercut which X Men? Oh, it's so uh, and, close, <laughs> uh, so close. Kitty Pride and Jubilee are both like the the little kid sister to so many characters. Yeah, it's a damn. Which it makes sense that that would be a way to definitely get Wolverine to be like, yeah, I'm gonna fight you. Also, how do you uppercut someone who can tra- who can who can move through damn <laughs> like that's a hell of an uppercut uh caught her off guard i guess uh well do either of you have any final things you'd like to say before i end this episode off uh yes thank you so much for having me i this has been so fun uh, thank you thank you for coming on i really appreciate you coming on it's been a genuine been, pleasure talking with you Abigail. yeah you, uh, and you've been a absolutely fantastic guest uh, uh I could uh, I could not be happier with uh, how this episode went. Oh yay! Thank you. Uh right. Well, uh, I uh, Keith, is there any last things you'd like to say before I end this off? I am so on the fence and and trembling on the edge of my seat with what is to come in this last two episodes. I want it to be an over two episode arc with her and Daredevil working together. I really hope we get that as opposed to. But I also, at the same time, don't want him to overshadow her. So I hope he's there to mm-hmm. ser- seriously support and make us go. Okay, she found people she can work with. She found uh, a not not a like, not a love interest because I know one of the freaking trailers made it sound like she could be into him type of thing. I don't want that. Oh, to yeah. be, this, uh, it doesn't. Yeah, need I definitely to be like think that. there's. Uh, <laughs> I think there's gonna be something there. Uh, I, though I. <laughs> I, I don't think they're going to full on make them be like dating. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be just like probably uh, probably sort. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm thinking sort of like how they had in the Daredevil show, like uh, like after one of the missions, he went to uh, Claire's house, she bandaged him up, and then they just started uh, making out. <laughs> I'm thinking just right after <laughs> one of the missions, they're just going to go back to Jen's house and just start having sex. Um- <laughs> Of the Netflix uh, Marvel heroes, uh, Daredevil absolutely um, uh, gets around, I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah. I, don't know. I don't know how people word it these days, but my <laughs> God, that guy has a lot of love interests in his <laughs> so, Yeah. 
Oh man. Uh, um. So, uh, uh before I uh, end this off, I want to say, uh, hey, everyone, please check uh check out uh out um the, the manic pixie weirdo podcast and uh, ask and also uh follow her on uh, on also uh, on Twitter. Uh, I don't know if you're on any of these other social medias. Uh. Well. Uh. uh um thank you for listening if you like this game and analysis please give a five-star review on apple Podcasts or a five-star rating on spotify if, i'd love to hear your thoughts on the episode so please let me know and if you'd like to listen to more from me please subscribe many more gamma analysis from me coming so keep on the lookout this again is your host master john signing off